Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Everyone's favorite time of year is right around the corner. College football season to celebrate DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook, I may add, uh, is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. Take advantage of this now. Limited time offer. You heard right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly. When you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game, no matter what, head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of the great promotions and daily odd boosts that they are offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable, located right here in the United States, so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Welcome to episode 73, season two, Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas about yellow Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Uh, we've got some tiny little ditties to discuss, like ads on jerseys and NHL 22 cover athletes, but more importantly, we're probably going to try and do a string of episodes here in the live version that'll get me through uh, my daughter's birthday. So we're going to go through the Red Wings roster. Uh, We're going to break down the depth chart. Uh, We'll take a look at the forward lines, defensive pairings. Obviously, we know where our goaltenders stand, but we'll take a look at it. Uh, We'll make a couple of free agent uh, acquisitions. Uh, We'll break down special teams for everybody, and um, we'll look ahead to the end of the season. We'll look at what the roster could look like closer to, you know, March and April. And then we'll look at the 2022 season. What uh, what would be like a best case scenario kind of deal. 
you know, what, what could we be looking forward to? And some of the things uh, we're going to talk about today have been supplied by uh, you guys, the viewers, uh, through all the engaging and uh, the engagements and conversations. Uh, brought some good ideas uh, in, in front of me, put them on my table. So, uh, yeah, you, you might notice, hey, Matt stole my idea. Um, yeah, it, it, it happens. Um, I say it all the time. Get in <laughs> Get behind Mike. Um, nothing's happened there yet. So Mike's still waiting. He's still got his ticket. Number one. <laughs> still waiting to be serviced. hey -oh. All right, still, Mike. Still waiting to see the manager. This is ridiculous. <laughs> All right, Mike. Ads on jerseys are here. Finally. Everything we knew was a coming. <laughs> Gary Bettman making the comment a year ago. You're going to have to drag me kicking and screaming before I put ads on my goddamn NHL jerseys. <laughs> One, two, skip a few. 99-100. Here we are. We <laughs> put ads on the jerseys. Uh, they really must have dragged him kicking and screaming. He must have been a bloody mess because it happened, Mike. Um, I, I, as a basketball fan who already has uh, this conversation, um, who's already had this conversation with himself internally, um, do, you, do you want to prepare uh, the the hardcore NHL fans? You know, how, how do you prepare for this? What? How is this going to affect uh, their viewing experience, Mike? I would say, you know, like – uh, when you leave your house and you turn on the radio in the car and there's an ad and then you drive your car and you look up and there's an ad and then you sit down at your work computer and open your work site and there's an ad. It's going to be a lot like that. Uh, there's just ads everywhere. It's the nature of the beast. Uh, to be honest, when they broke this news, I said, oh, I thought we already had ads on the jerseys. I was thinking of the helmets with the UWM signal uh, That's right. symbol on there. Um, You're a player. So I will say for hockey fans, there's some good news. Um, basketball jersey ads, I think, are two inches by like two and a quarter. So it takes up about, you know, that, that much real estate. The hockey ones are supposed to be like three inches by three and a half. So it's a little bit bigger. But when you factor in how much bigger a hockey jersey is than a basketball jersey, um, you do the ratio of ad to not ad. I think hockey wins. It's a smaller ratio there, so yeah. Did Gary, Gary Batman send you that? Is that Gary, Gary Batman is coming out, man. You know, um, if you think about it. <laughs> so they are slightly bigger, but they take up less uh, percentage-wise, uh, less real estate than their their NBA brethren. Uh, but Matt, you know what? This is fantastic news as the uh, hockey, NHL, and Steve Eiserman continue to become more and more like basketball with basketball-like contracts for all our free agents. Uh, we've made deals with ESPN. We're going to be on a real sports channel. I can't wait. <laughs> and now there's ads on the jerseys, man. We're, we're so close to being a real sport, we can taste it. I can't wait. Oh, that was mean. Uh, all the hardcore hockey fans don't want to hear that. We've um, been real the whole time. Yeah. Number five is still a position, Mike. If you're, it's still a ranking. Somebody spot. had to be after NASCAR. All exactly. Right? <laughs> That's that should be the goal. Not be top five. You should be above net. Be better than NASCAR. That's the goal. Right. <laughs> I I'll say uh, like uh, I, I I guess. <sighs> The thing that's going on on social media is everybody is already jumping on what my comment was a year ago about the helmets. 
which uh, the comments are, I know I'll get used to it. It's not that big a deal, but I still hate it. And a year ago, I was saying, you guys are going to get used to it. It's not that big a deal. So hate it as you may. It's fine. Um, so I was all disappointed because what's the point of me tweeting out if everybody already knows everything I taught them last year? So we're, we're still in the same position. Of course, nobody prefers ads on the jerseys, but um, I'm sure I, I'm well, right. We're not going to have to buy a jersey with an ad on it, right? Like, that's yeah, this isn't going to be the, soccer, right? Yeah. The I, only I, thing I want with an ad on it is my replica Brock Lesnar shorts with the big Jimmy John symbol. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a pretty good spot for uh, Jimmy John's, especially when the action figures need to have uh, <laughs> have representation as well. All right. Um, so, yeah, there's not too much I, I want to dive in here on. I, I, I did like, um, you know, people were adding uh, Pornhub and whatnot. Uh, what was that? This so this was a day ago. This was announced. I I'd be all oh my god if there if there was a hockey team that went with Pornhub. Let's just go with like the Anaheim Ducks. Um, you know, think about it. I th- I feel like the Pornhub logo could take like a little bit of a change, or we'll just change the Ducks jerseys to match. Cinch it in there on the top uh, top right corner. I I think that's a beaut, and I would buy all the Ducks jerseys if I knew there was going to be a little Pornhub logo on there. So. Um, like I said, is there too much to go into on this? I will say that, um, one thing that I hope they can keep, which I, I don't think they will like the UWM symbol, on the, um, Red Wings helmet is still Red Wing white, right? UWM, you know, has their own colored logo. The NBA, what they do, it's kind of like if you buy a, uh, like a leather jacket and they just kind of put a little patch on yeah, like a letterman's jacket. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if every Red Wing um, um, uh, sponsor, if they're going to also be red and white. Probably not. So I would. That's probably the one thing I wish that we didn't have to get used to because they're they're probably going to have the official logo of of these various brands. But yeah, at uh, UWM when that happened, I that kind of caught me by surprise i wasn't expecting them to be on there but um it would be pretty fun to see not that i like rocket mortgage or uh quicken but it would be pretty fun to see rocket mortgage slap themselves on the jersey and we'll just have a little competition here i mean they you know uwm said it themselves right they're they're trying to change the state so it's not the auto industry anymore it's the real estate industry. i do hope that you know what you said about uh you know if they go rocket and we already know that they've um, like UWMs, you know, put their spot on there. Uh, you know, like some of the NBA ones, it'll be like Kia, Cars, General Electric. Like, I hope it is, you know, like like a little slice of pizza. I would actually buy like a little Caesars, um, you know, Nadelkovich jersey. I think that would be kind of funny. I would buy that. I would like to see like somebody small get a shot. Uh, it, it'd be nice if there were some teams out there that didn't necessarily need or want to participate. And they're just they're so small. They're managed by Tim Robinson, not Detroiters. Like, how small? <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Just a little Local marketing car company. Wash or something. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Red Wings rant would fit perfectly. We have, we match the color scheme. Um, just, you know, give us a shot. Why not? Oh, that's small. Woo. Man. <laughs> We might have to do like a uh, like a phantom thread and <laughs> put a put a few of our Iserman fleece threads um, in one of the jerseys. I think that's probably our best shot. Um, well, is there any other uh, big news this week, Matt? 
no, it was just uh, the NHL 22 cover athlete. Um, you know, I, I everybody kind of has their picks. Um, I like that people are actually sending, you know, Steve Eisman was going to be their pick. Uh, it, it's cute. Uh, but I, I had my pick in mind, and uh, I thought I'd share it with everybody. I, I think it's a no-brainer, uh, in my opinion. Um, it'd be uh, Kucherov. And not only are we not going to use a picture of him uh, on the ice, we're going to use him from his press conference when he was waving the victory of uh, his Stanley Cup victory and the fans of the Montreal Canadiens' faces. <laughs> Uh, and I think this is perfect because it's NHL 22 and Mike, he's got the double deuce up already. You just fade that in. Two comes out from either hand, NHL 22, boom, you got it. And you've got a superstar right here. I, that, that right there, that is your EA Sports NHL 22 cover athlete. And not only did we pick the right guy, I've got the photo ready to go. I think EA should be sending me money right now, uh, at least for for properly uh, predicting well, what we're going to we see could, uh, tomorrow morning. We could probably lose the podium and get our first Pornhub ad right above the keto. <laughs> um, so I think it's easy peasy. Uh, there's two choices, man. You could go Nikita, right, uh, pantsless, or I think another good choice. Um, again, we're just trying to generate more revenue for the NHL, NHL products, man. I think we confuse people, all right? I think on the cover, we just put Cthulhu, the mascot for the Seattle Kraken. Uh, we put a big squid monster on there. So the knowing fans will know that it's a hockey game and take it home. But we also get fans of like Doom, uh, first person alien shooters, and then we have maybe a Cthulhu mini game inside the NHL 22 game. Are you in? Uh, absolutely. Maybe it shoots out like uh, like a brown spray, like coffee, like that Seattle coffee. You know, I think that would be pretty fun. Are you aware that um, there there was uh, like a whole horror line through like WWE video games, including Cthulhu and like zombies and stuff? Uh, no, I only played Royal Rumble mode. Yeah, right. I mean, me too. It was it was a DLC. It was one of those. Hey, our game sucks, but uh, look what we did. All right, uh, I yeah. think it's time that we can start breaking down these rosters. Uh, if you guys are listening to this first episode, um, which I'm calling it the first episode, because, again, we've got plans coming up this weekend. Um, and Mike's actually going to be part of my plans. Uh, but uh, what, uh, what we want to do is just kind of break some of these down. I think they might even end up being maybe they're like going to be 10-minute chunks. And then once we sign Elias Patterson, you know, we'll – I'll, I'll add that to the episode, and then you guys can listen to the rest of the, the depth chart breakdown. Of we course, you know what? A few minutes for that. Yeah. When that happens, though, Mike, what we're going to have to record right now are two different episodes. We're going to have to do a depth chart breakdown on what the roster looks today, and then we have to have a backup in case Pedersen signed, or I'm sorry, when Pedersen signed, uh, once he does the offer sheet, and then, you know, Vancouver gives him up, then we have to have that conversation. So, um, yeah, it's uh, this is going to be a long night, Mike. I, I'd say everybody, if you're watching the live show, settle in three or four hours. So we can do the whole breakdown and then do the EP breakdown. But uh, North Moto is here. Um, he did want to point out <clears throat> last time I was on, made a bonehead comment about giving uh, Raz and Bert plus picks for uh, Patterson. Obviously, that's not possible with uh, the RFA. And then um, here we go. I like this suggestion too. Uh, put the two brothers in New Jersey for uh, 22. That like is real cool. 
that is real cool. Um, I I, I wonder if they us. take. Oh, no, no, no. He's talking about the Hughes. Uh, <laughs> we're not from New Jersey. Uh, I don't know if they take a shot. I don't know if they take a shot on a uh, on a oh, couple I of Hughes. Like put the two brothers on a new. Jersey. Oh, the yeah, you you like, think these two Jersey. brothers, right? Yeah, like these two brothers on some the two new... that everybody's staring at right now. No, the the Hughes like, brothers. Like looking over our shoulders with like number twos on our jerseys, like <laughs> going that. Yeah. Well, then they should do that, and then. 23 they just go ahead and put the three of them on there um when they were giggling and celebrating uh the this past uh, nhl draft i think that would be adorable all right uh north Moto, you get an a plus for that suggestion I, I really like that that really uh got me uh I, I was tickled by it all right mike where should we start should we start with um i i would say what many have have kind of put together is like a, a default roster um, I want to see if I could pull something up here and uh, at least for everybody to start taking a peek at because uh, I made a lot. I made a lot of graphics today and Mike, I think, got a oh, peek of a couple of them. I have so many. I can't even goddamn find <laughs> one I made. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, this this is really bogging down Man, the whole show. OK, waiting on bated breath. They want to listen to you narrate as the sausage is made over there in the back <laughs> of the butcher shop. How <laughs> is the stupid roster? Um, okay, you know what? I don't have it. It's fine. I have every single graphic except for the one that I needed first. Uh, but I'm just, I'll just roll through it here because if you're listening on the podcast, you can't see it anyway. Uh, forward lines: first line, Verana, Larkin, Bertuzzi. <clears throat> Second line, Fabry, Suter, and Zadina. Third line, Mystikov, Rasmussen, Gagne, and the fourth line. Uh, Giovanni Smith, and this is the big difference from the first time we did this, but throwing in Mitchell Stevens and Adam Ernie on the right wing. Um, defensive pairings, Nick Letty and Hironic, DeKaiser and Sider, uh, Stahl and Stetcher slash Lidstrom, and then, of course, our goaltenders, Nadelkovich and Grice. So, Mike, I, I guess to start, I'd have to repeat the conversation from a couple of weeks ago. It was really just me talking to myself. But uh, the, this this roster, according to like, I mean, what else can we go by, right? We can say we hope everybody takes a step forward. But according to Jay Fresh's model, it's going to get us seventy eight points. Of course, uh, like I mentioned at the time, put us twelve points out of a playoff spot, and that of course was even mentioned like uh, measuring us on a playoff spot on a shortened season. So <laughs> we were really far out from a playoff spot on that seventy eight points. Um, I mean, the big, the big juicy per- pieces here were that first line of Verona, Larkin, and Bertuzzi were going to be one of the top first lines in the league. And then our goaltending was also going to be in the top half of the league. And a lot of that does have to do with some inflated numbers from uh, Nadelkovich. I mean, you just – you don't have the three seasons to create there. So, you know, with Jay Fresh's model, you're, you've just got the one season. It was a great season. It's not as much data as some of the other goaltenders have out there. But – uh, we we did we did pretty good on the on the goaltending and our first line and everything else just kind of went downhill from there. Um, I, this line combination, I, I don't think anyone's really against it, but I, I still I'll I'll believe it when I see it. Um, I still don't know what we're gonna get out of Bertuzzi, even though we did extend him for more than a year. Um, I I don't know what we're gonna. I, 
for some reason, I, I don't want to see Larkin and Brana together. I feel like those are the two guys when they're on the ice. That's our best chance to score. So I almost feel like we got to spread the wealth a little bit. Um, so, I mean, from the first line, I don't even count twos up there. Um, I already see that it's going to be, you know, Robbie Fabry or Zadina. Um, and then I'd, I'd really rather see Vrana and Pews playing together. Um, I, I just, I like that. I like that bit of sizzle and I like spreading out the, the speed and stick handling from Vrana and Larkin. Um, I don't know. What are your, what are your thoughts on that, Matt? I think, I mean, your have first comment. Have I, was been that? Burned that, have I been burned that hard by Bertuzzi? Am I the only one feeling this sentiment? Yeah. Uh, Bertuzzi measures out pretty great. Um, that's one of the things, too, is like what, what we're going to see here, the real difference, and what I want to bring up next, there's some power play lines. Because uh, we've actually measured out when everybody's healthy to have – an okay five on five team. We talked about it all last season. Like we, we get pretty close and then our goaltending gets us even closer, but the big difference has been special teams. So if we're, if we're going to make a bunch of changes here, like one of the things I wanted to do was to get Fabry Suter and Bertuzzi playing together. And we've been making that joke about, uh, you know, the Guelph storm line, which we would hopefully call the red storm line. Um, and then, uh, I would, I would have our, our checkmates. I would have Verona and Zadina playing together. Uh, so you, you'd have, uh, Verona and Zadina, maybe, you know, like you said, you wanted to have, uh, Suter and Verona playing together. Um, I, you know, it's not a bad idea because when you take a look at, at Suter's, um, you take a look at the deep analytics, the first thing you could do is say, well, he was, he, he was carried by one of the best wingers in the league and Patrick Kane, Mike, your, your favorite winger of all time. Uh, but, but. Uh, Verana scored out better than, than Patrick Kane. So if you're going to at least make the argument that Suter uh, was carried by Patrick Kane, and that's why his hardcore analytics uh, looked a little bit better, uh, I should say deep analytics. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting all turned on by analytics, apparently. Um, bringing up Pornhub and whatnot. Yeah. All right. Refocus. <laughs> uh, you're going to make that argument about Suter benefiting from Kane. Then maybe you're right, Mike. Maybe put up with who we saw could be one of the best wingers in the league when we watched him for those 11 games uh, at the end of last season would be Jakob Verana. So I'm on board with that. I, I think uh, another thing I wanted to point out today, and I, I'm going to be I'm going to be a really bad podcast host right now, but my man knows who I'm talking about. Uh, he brought it up, uh, putting Suter on on the wing. We were talking about it on YouTube today in the comments. If if you are listening, just throw up in the comments. That was me. Um, but he wants to put Suter on the wing. He he really does see Rasmussen ready to go in the second line. I think it's another interesting conversation because when you build out this bottom six, it really just felt like I was building out a who's left. And I hate to say that, uh, but you know when we're not playing around with Lucas Raymond or Jonathan Bergeron yet, um, it really does feel that way. And we, we here at Red Wings Rant, we love Adam Ernie. I think Giovanni Smith has been on our radar since the show started. We've wanted him to be a huge piece of this team. But it still just kind of feels like, all right, who's left? Toss him in there, right? I, and... And that's us even keeping Joe Valeno off the board here too. And uh, the only reason that happened was is probably because we're we're looking at uh, how excited Jeff Blaschel was once we picked up Mitchell Stevens. <laughs> so you don't want to take away that excitement. He clearly sees a roster spot for him. He made the the you know 
that comparison of you have a guy who could make the team on the Tampa Bay Lightning and his his eyes lit up, then of course Mitchell could make a Red Wings team. <laughs> These are Jeff Blaschel's words, not mine. Yeah. But um yeah, I like, think, like uh, I said, I, I think there's a lot of different ways you could you could toss these names together. I like I like my top six. Uh, my bottom six, clearly you could toss out Gagne and put in Joe Valeno. Um, but one of the one of the issues that pops up too, Mike, and we'll get into the power play lines uh, in a minute here, is how many goddamn left-handed forwards we have, and we need some fucking righties. So that's where Gagne gets slotted in there. And uh, really, it really is. He he's here because I messed around with with some power plays, and um, I, that's just that's just what you need. You need a good mix, uh, especially the 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 one three one being like the only power play anybody wants to run anymore. Um, you've got to get some righties, and uh, it's just been tough to to fill that void. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I, I'm not sure how much uh, we want to break down the forwards more, but on the defensive side. Probably the biggest change would either be Nick Letty and DeKaiser switching or the Letty line getting moved up to the first pairing. If, if you guys are listening on the podcast, again, we have DeKaiser and Hronik on the first pairing, Letty and Sider on the second pairing, Stahl and Stetcher on the third pairing, and of course, uh, Lindstrom uh, would actually be the one I'd, I'd pencil in, to be completely honest, because he, he actually scores out better as a penalty killer, and Stetcher does neither special teams particularly great, so... He's in there because he was an easier profile picture to find. But, uh, yeah, I, I think I'd go with Lindstrom first. Um, yeah, I, Mike, any anything on the defensive pairings? I like the DeKaiser and Hronik um, as the top pairing for now, uh, you know, until, like, week two when we're like, oh, we should probably give Cider uh, 30 minutes a game. Um, I also think it's uh, – I don't mind, like, Cider and Stahl where it's, like, the highest ceiling and the lowest floor going together. And then uh, Stetcher is, you know, maybe arguably our best defensive defenseman. And then Letty, he's going to be our power play quarterback. So I I would kind of like to see those two styles kind of get together. Um, So, you know, I maybe kind of muck around with, you know, the three, four, five, six, but I think one and two is, is, you know, pretty steady. Um, I guess the question for me is when we do set up the power play, um, at the point, is a, is a defensive representative going to be Letty on one line and then Hronik on the other? I I mean, you you could absolutely. Um, I I put in DeKaiser with uh, some of the luck he had last year. Um, at least from a grading standpoint, from analytics, he did fine. So that's where he got punched in there. Uh, but I I think. The only names I'm, I'm really staying away from, um, I mean, what I want to see is more Cider, but I, I don't know if they're going to just hand him the leash. I don't, I don't even know if the second pairing is is reasonable at this point, the the more you think about it. Like, are we going to be looking at Cider on the third pairing with with the Kaiser and uh, Letty moves up and then Stahl and Stetcher are your second pairing slash Stahl and Lindstrom? Yeah, you know who we didn't pencil in and probably should have is that uh, Jordan, is it Osterle? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was he's, at the Lions training camp today. I mean, he's getting almost a million and a half and he's uh, not going to be getting that to play for the Griffins. Uh, he's going to be getting paid that to uh, take minutes away from some of the young guys that we're excited to watch. So buckle in for a little, little Osterley there. Um, hey, that's a great point because I, I was begging um, for some 
I don't know, some drama a couple of weeks ago in the YouTube comments because, uh, you know, some, we bring up the, uh, you know, Pedersen offer sheet all the time. And I go, how great would it, like, you, you hate it right now, but think about how great it would be to have like some drama and be like, oh my God, we lost four first round picks. Elias Pedersen better goddamn fucking work out. But uh, you're, you're bringing up at least some position battles in training camp. Osterley, I mean, I think a lot of people would, would peg Wyatt Newpower as for sure going down to uh, Grand Rapids off the top of everybody's head. But uh, he, there's at least going to be a shot there. Um, so it's, I mean, at least there's two names we could still be slotting in there. And I, I at least uh, right, right now. It is, it is Osterley. My apologies. I thought that's what you said. Oh, I said Lay. I thought, oh. it was a, I thought it was a hearty, a hearty A over there. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be prepared to see him uh, gobbling up some minutes. Ooh. Um, I mean, they they have Wyatt New Power. I guess buckle in for some, some minutes from him, Matt. Um, and, Matt, is it likelier that Lindstrom's going to get the early shot before Cider? And they're going to let Cider be like, you know, the, the number one defenseman in Grand Grand Rapids? Well, that's the thing is I, I would come back, and I, that's a great question because I would come back to the press conference with Jeff Blaschel, or I'm sorry, he was just interviewed by um, Art Regner. Um, <laughs> but in that interview, uh, they went over the idea of, can I have eight minutes for some of our young players just to see what they look like? And what Jeff said in that uh, interview was that Eiserman's not prepared to do that. He wants to get these guys as much ice time as possible. And, uh, you know, especially with the guys that uh, are, are going to be scoring higher for us, I, I would say from, you know, an analytics scoreboard. I'm not, I'm not saying we'll be scoring more goals, but, you know, they, they'd score out higher from a skills and talent standpoint. And Eiserman's stance right now is those guys need as many, as, as many minutes as they can get. So, if they're not making the move to have these guys in a prominent position, I mean, the that's where if Cider's on this team, he's got to be on that second pairing or higher. I, I don't know about, you know, playing the seventh D game with, with Cider. I, there's so many things that point to him. Just, you know, give it a go. Let's see what happens. You know, we'll, we'll get him through uh training camp. Um, and this team has enough room. I, I would say we made this argument last year. This team has enough room to fail if uh, he doesn't come screaming out of the gate and he needs time to get comfortable, they have the whole season to give him time to get comfortable. So that's where, that's my stance on it right now. I would keep cider away from that. Lucas Raymond away from that and Berger away from that. But if they have a prominent space for them, that's where they would have actually bet on this roster I think they'd really have to play their cojones off in training camp to, uh, I should say Lucas Raymond and Bergeron to land a spot. I think Cider just needs to look like he's got his feet underneath him. Um, and that, you know, I, I wouldn't say there's anything that would suggest he wouldn't be ready to go, but there's always that transition, you know, from, from one league to another, whether or not you're talking about the space that you've got to get used to the size of players, uh, the experience of players. If he, if he kind of gives a vibe of being ready to go, Slot him in that second pairing, really test him. And um, I don't know, maybe this is a good point to transition into some power play conversation because I don't I don't see him getting going on the first PP, but maybe that second PP. Um 
I don't think any of the you know the fans would complain about that, but I think uh, Black Show would be like, uh, if I may, uh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> come, sir, sir, sir. Um, I think that he would uh, probably want to be just a little bit more patient with that uh, before we throw him in the fire. We haven't seen him, you know, take a single shift in the NHL. So I'm 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 just mentally preparing myself, Mets. I think it's a second week in a row, uh, we used Curb Your Enthusiasm outside of the television program. Also an idiom you can use. Uh, so I'm going to curb my enthusiasm for my expectations for uh, Cider. And I, I, it's responsible. I'll, I'll just be happy to see him uh, this season. This season, I'll just be happy to see him see some flashes. Because I, I, I don't think we're going to get the... NHL 22 uh, video game version where, you know, he's on the top pairing and his overall goes up over the course of the season. And he's a 95 uh, by the end of the year. All right. Um, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Um, I thought, I thought this was fun. I, I feel like maybe I'm only going to get like two or three episodes out of this. I was really hoping five. I wanted to go about five hours on this, but uh, maybe, maybe two or three. So I can't uh, wait for that emergency pod when we sign Elias. Uh, everybody watching now, you'll you'll see the you'll see it pop up. New episodes over the next uh, week or so, but it's just going to be a retread of this stuff. I really appreciate all the likes. Uh, I, I love the conversation you guys are having. I love turning everything that goes on in the comments and the some experiments on the war roster builder. Um, so yeah, thanks for, thanks for tuning in.